somebody walked up to me and said, if you could do anything in your life, what would you do? And I was like, man, uh, I would wrestle around naked with my co-host from Movies That Don't Suck and Something to Do in a kiddie pool while eating SpaghettiOs. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, movie suckers of all ages, this is Movies That Don't Suck and Some To Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we're bringing two, yes, count them, not one, not negative one, not even one and a half, but two movies yeah. that we watched out there. And we are going to review for you, and there'll be a new segment, and we'll make fun of each other, and we'll tell you about our personal lives, and we might get naked. Chris might get naked. I, Chris, yeah, Chris, I, I plan on it. Chris is really all about showing everybody mm. his new kitty. Oh, so yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that, definitely. But the movies we're reviewing today, first... On the p- 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 Paramount Plus streaming service or at your local movie theater, no matter which way you want to go see it. It is the prequel to Orphan, Orphan, First Kill, starring Elizabeth, uh, Isabel Furman. I knew I was going to mess that up. Oh, Isabel Furman. Where's Lover Boy? <laughs> oh, I see. You were going to help him, right? Well, that's sweet. No, it's too bad that you couldn't help your little friend. That little girl. What was her name again? Rue. Yeah, well, we killed her. And now, we're going to kill you. From the Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. And like... Five seconds later, she dies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. And then, um, is it a spoiler alert? It's been like 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. If you haven't seen Hunger Games, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, also co-starring in this movie is Julia Stiles. You don't take steroids, do you? Because I've heard that steroids can severely disintegrate your package. I mean, not that I'm thinking about your package. That's not the point. Let's hope not. And the point is... They kick our butts every year, and I was thinking I devised a plan that will enable us to finally defeat them. Which is? That thing that you taught us. What thing? Misdirection. I taught you that? Yeah, you or Siegfried or Roy. Anyway, that's not important. Think about it. Um, They're looking left, and we're running right. Bang, we score. We win. Okay, but how do we get them to look left? Um... Like this. In case you didn't know, that's uh, Julia Stiles shows her titties to the teacher in that scene of 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> yes, uh, from 10 Things I Hate About I tried to get so many things from different like yeah. uh, movies that she was in, but nothing was like as extended as it was like in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, like uh, that movie is 1999. It's like the quintessential pre-9-11 movie. You know, like everything yeah. was going great. <laughs> everything was going great in the nineties. What yeah. happened? We don't know. Um, also in this movie, um, person I didn't even know existed. 
I oh, didn't yeah. even know this guy existed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, brother to Kiefer Sutherland, son of Donald Sutherland, mm-hmm. uh, Rusev Sutherland. There were these two girls having drinks with a couple Australians. They were getting really drunk. This one girl, she, she couldn't have been more than 90 pounds. Did you come here to turn yourself in? No, I came here for you to help me. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's Ross of Sutherland. Uh, yeah, I didn't know who he was either. I was like, I was like, who's this handsome man in this movie? Turns out it's Ross of Sutherland. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I even found a scene that I was going to try to get a clip from, but he didn't have enough words in it, and mm-hmm. it was between him and his father. Donald oh yeah, wow, 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 from a show that they did together. It was just like they were in a scene for like less than five minutes together, um, but I couldn't get anything good. And also in this movie. The one, the only, Hiro Kagawana. Hiro Kanagawa. That's what I said. Hiro Kanagawa. I just said that. Kanagawa. 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 Confirmation bias. He's saying the Universal Translator's been so successful because we tend to look for and find what's familiar to us. Species that communicate verbally, for example. Since we know nothing about the Tensi, it's naive to assume the translator would even work. Yeah, so that's from uh, Star Trek, right? First yeah, Star Trek Discovery. Discovery. Yeah, the one that, that yeah. was on, you uh, could think in UPN, right? Or is that Voyager? Uh, I think that's Voyager because Discovery is on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. In that case. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, that's that's one of the big uh, Star Trek. Oh, the draws. Right Picard's on there too, right? Yeah, Picard and Strange New Worlds. Okay. All of them really good. And Lower Decks. Oh, my gosh. Lower Decks is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, but that's uh, Orphan First Kill. That's the first movie we'll review today. And the second movie we're going to review, thanks to Chris, all thanks to Chris. This uh-huh. movie's all thanks to Chris. There's only like uh-huh. five other movies could have picked. We'll talk about it later, though, <laughs> uh, is The Invitation uh, featuring Natalie, uh, Natalie Emmanuel. I didn't trust them. I trust you. Now, why would you trust us? You barely know us. I know enough. (sighs) Ex-cop, military, something like that. The way you took out them guys shows training. Tech guy, offended by the hacker remark, naturally. (laughs) Alpha. Mrs. Alpha. Joker. Wrong. Double alpha. Man candy. You know what I'm saying? Man, sit your candy ass down. That's from uh, Fast and Furious 7, right? The seventh yeah, one? I was, yeah, and she was awesome, and of course she was in, uh, in Game of Thrones, which is uh, her big... I actually watched another movie she was in that wasn't that good. It had um, it had the dude from uh, Office Space, the main character from Office Space. Caramers oh, Ron Livingston? Rob Lingston, thank you. And that movie was not good. It was about them doing a threesome. It was weird. Um, With Andrew's talking about, uh, I forget the name of it, though. Yeah, she spent the night or something like that, or Hope spent the night or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, then uh, co-starring in the movie with uh, with her is Thomas Doherty. Don't scare you. That's my speciality. Harry. What did you do with Ben? Oh, and we make him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want to see him again, um, I'll come to the chip shop tonight. Alone. 
Uma wants a little visit. Gee. Seems like you've lost your touch. Hey, take. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> um, that is from Descendants. That is from the Descendants, uh, dude. Because uh, he plays the descendant of Captain Hook yeah. in all three of the Descendant movies. Did you know that? No. Did not know that. I didn't watch Descendant. Or Descendant movies. <laughs> and also, Stephanie Cornelusa is in this as well. On my first date with Tyrell, I saw this stunning redhead wearing a pair of cubic zirconia earrings. I asked him what he would do to get me those earrings. He told me he would do whatever was necessary. I told him I wanted him to fuck that woman and bring me her earrings. The next morning, I woke up to a gift. These are the cheapest things I own. Yet they're my favorite. From Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started rewatching it last night because of that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, man, I, I was so happy to see this guy. I'm a big fan of him. Mm -hmm. uh, Sean Perwetti. I told you to let me do the talking, did I not? And did you do the talking? Yes. I think you're fine. Yes, you did do the talking. To be fair, I think the result would have been similar in any case. If Master Bruce, we are. Lucky enough to walk away from this alive. Let this be a lesson to you. And another thing, pick your battles. Don't let them pick you. Right! On your honor, I win. We walk. As the role of Alfred Pennyworth in Gotham. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Oh, my gosh. He made the whole show work. Is he the best life. Alfred that's ever been? Oh, man. That's such a. Hard I knew you like Michael Caine as Alfred. Michael Caine's a good Alfred, but he wasn't like he he didn't fight. And I always read the comics oh, yeah. as uh, Alfred Pennywise being someone that used to be a Secret Service man. Alfred so Pennywise, like, okay, yeah. I like Michael Caine. Um, Jeremy Irons did a good job too. I mean, I, I, I bet you can fan. still. I think you can still wipe out, wipe wipe up with it. You can still fuck people up, Jeremy Irons. Right? Oh yeah, that's why I was like, yeah. Jeremy Irons is still really good. Uh, but yeah, that's the other one. That is um, the invitation. Chris, tell everybody where they can find us and where we are located. Uh, you can find us online movies on that network on Facebook, Facebook.com slash movies on podcast or on Twitter at MTS Podcast or on Instagram at MTS Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash movies on suck. We're also on uh, Bonfire. Go to Bonfire.com slash movies on suck. Something new for merch. And uh, if you want to send us an old-fashioned email, if you're let out like that, you can email us at info.moviesonsuck.net or moviesonsuckpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll definitely get back to you. Uh, what do we do for, who are we talking about today, dude? Who we oh, if you got a small business, we like to advertise you, and especially if people are like, yeah, go ahead, advertise us. I am doing that today for a location that actually I have been to myself. It is called Crawl Pappy's Bar and Grill. Now, let me show you the front of this place because you would never guess what was on the inside when you get to look at this. Look at that. You saw that. It's literally, it's, it, as I say, a cozy bar grill tucked back behind the flagpole in a country club plaza, daily food and drink specials. This is literally hidden. It is hidden back <laughs> in the back in the back part. Now, 
the inside of it looks like this. It has like a nice little bar, a little uh, uh, stage where uh, on Wednesdays and uh, Friday nights they have live music and stuff. But look at this, Chris. This is why. This is the reason to go there. Look at this food. You know I'm the a gumbo. You know I am from Louisiana, so I know all about Cajun food. They can't. Oh, to- dude, they know all about Cajun food. I can't wait to go. Literally, <laughs> literally, right next to them is this really expensive fish uh, fish restaurant. I mean, like $50, $80 a plate, mm-hmm. you know? They get their fish and their stuff from them. <laughs> so, like, it's this little dive bar next to this really expensive restaurant, and they get the same fish. So the, the shrimp, the fish, the crab, all of it. Like, oh, and their wings. Dude. Oh, look at their wings. Ah, oh, I love their we wings. We got to go there when they oh. summer come down, dude. Oh, dude, yeah. It is. Like, look at their uh. I love them. <laughs> and it's just a nice little dive bar, man. I'm telling you, it is one of my favorite I know. little locations here in the Tulsa area. You and I you are fine. Go ahead. You and I are a fan of dive bars. So oh, I love a good dive bar. And the people there, the, the everybody. We went there, we've been there twice now. And both times we went there, the people were nice. The uh people inside were nice. It was just a great location. The food was good both times. And uh they're called Crawl Pappy's Bar and Grill. They are just a little tucked away little bar right here in Tulsa. They are located at 3344 East 51st Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And they are, uh, f- you can find them on Facebook, but I mean, they don't really share a lot of stuff on Facebook, yeah. to be honest. Don't really need to because yeah. it, it, they they make their money, dude. They, they I mean, it's not expensive at all. Yeah. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Craw Pappy's Bar and Grill. And I'm telling you, that's about the only only presence they have online they don't need more <laughs> they, they make enough money uh, i just want to give them a shout because man they are man i am telling you i haven't had good shrimp and gumbo like that from a restaurant yeah in such a while where i was like oh like there's another one in town i'm not going to say their name i'm not going to diss them that i know i've told <laughs> you about that i was like man this is pretty good but this one this one tastes like grandma made it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all their food just tastes like like I one one time I got a chicken sandwich mm-hmm. just because I wanted something a little healthier. Yeah. Just a grilled chicken sandwich. It was seasoned and like the food that can't like it was just ridiculous. And I even like I took a bite. I was like, man, I I just ordered a chicken sandwich, <laughs> and this is like one of the best chicken sandwiches <laughs> I ever had. So if you guys get a chance, if you're ever in Tulsa area, Crawl Pappy's Bar and Grill, live music Wednesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays, and they have all kinds of specials every day of the week. Everything from gumbo to etouffee to you know. Oh man, I can't wait to get some. I, I want to get some etouffee so badly when we get out of there. We'll do you some. When you come down here, we'll go. We'll go to both locations, and you can, <laughs> <laughs> both different places, the other place, and you can figure it out. I don't know, man. And that's the hardest part about going places. Like when I come up to Kansas City, mm-hmm. I always want to go to like the the you know the four restaurants I love yeah. in Kansas City every yeah. time. Like when I go, you know, so it's kind of hard when people come down and they're like, "Where do you want to go eat?" And it's like, dude, there's so many places I could go. But <laughs> uh, uh, I feel exhausted already. I know. I know you have a big weekend coming up. Oh yeah, here we go. Everybody uh, watching, here you go. Here is my big weekend. 
<laughs> I have a three-day rock concert called Rocklahoma, Corn, Shine Down, Evanescence, uh, Seether, Cypress Hill. I mean, I, I'm going to try to see. I'm not going to go to Friday night because it's like just Shine Down, and I've seen them like 104 times because yeah. they used to play in Kansas City all the time. Yeah. Then on Saturday, when I'm going to be at the concert, uh, one wrestling pay-per-view is going on at the same time. The first Notre Dame game is going on. So I got to figure out <laughs> when to watch that stuff. Like, you know, cause after the concert, I'm going to come home and probably crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You'd be and, outside in the heat all day. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going to go back the next day. Uh, then on Sunday, all out for AEW wrestling is happening from Chicago and worlds collide, which is another WWE, uh, platform is going to be happening. Um, and I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, literally, <laughs> it's, it, it's going to be me catching up on that. Like, I told my wife, I go, any moment we're not at that concert, you do realize, I mean, they're going to be watching wrestling or football. <laughs> and I apologize now for all of that. Yeah, I, I'm not doing anything. I mean, I'm, uh, I know you're excited. I'm not doing anything really exciting this weekend. It's sort of relaxing. It's Labor Day weekend, so I get a day off, three-day weekend. I'm taking my wife on a date tomorrow. Um, Saturday, we're having friends over for games, and Sunday, it's, Sunday and Monday, I'm just gonna be hanging out, watching She-Hulk. I don't think I'm watching She. I haven't gotten She-Hulk yet. Um, you know. Oh my gosh! Okay, dude, it is so funny. <laughs> Let me just go into this. Like the beginning. Okay, one, she talks to you, mm-hmm. so she breaks the fourth wall. Okay. Like at certain points in the in the show, and like there's this one point uh, in the episode today, which she's like, "Don't think that this is just going to be a show just full of cameos, and that's it, you know." And then she thought about it. She's like, "Well, I mean, I guess in episode one we had Bruce Banner, (laughs) and then last episode we had the Abomination, and this episode is Wong." Okay, well, let's just remember whose show this is, (laughs) and then the title comes out, She Hawk. Like it was so funny, like. Basically, Abomination is getting paroled, and he is going to go start a cult. <laughs> like, it was just, and this one guy was in court because uh, a shapeshifter uh, shapeshifted herself into being Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and they're like, you really thought that was Meg the Stallion and stuff like that? And then there's these great scenes with Meg the Stallion, even after credit scenes with her and She-Hawk that is hilarious. Well, uh, I, I will try to get that, you know, me either watching... They're only like 20-minute episodes, man. They're not they're not long at all. It's, it's like a TV. It's, so, yeah, it's a TV show. Me and back going back and forth to the boys and the only members in the building, so... Mm, yeah. We already watched all those. Oh, yeah. And we're finishing up Better Call Sal. We got three more episodes of Better Call Sal. I don't. I don't want to know anything else about Better Call Saul. I'm waiting that last season. Uh, oh man, Better Call Saul. Oh dude, when he dies, it so sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you guys, uh, you guys know that anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fake spoiler. That's not yeah. real. I got a tattoo. You can't kill the, the lead guy. I did get a tattoo on um Monday. You know. Uh, yeah, you got a nice little pussy tattooed on you. I got, I got a ghost cat. You know, it's sort of a, a tribute to my long lost, my, my last cat who passed, Olive. So, and Aww. Used to, yeah, I know. So it's, but it's a ghost kitty. It's cute as fuck. It still hurts. <laughs> you know, it, I, mean, I am fine getting tattoos. I never bitch or moan or anything like that. But the aftercare is what gets to me. I'm just like, fuck, I have to, like, wait, you know, I have to clean it and then shine it up with the tattoo. It's just, 
It's just son of a bitch. But, uh, you know, I still, I want another tattoo. I want to keep, I just want, like, I was thinking, like, maybe I should get, like, one every month until I'm filled up, you know? It's completely done. Yeah. One every month. I wish I could get one every month, dude. Like, I want, like, at least ten more tattoos. Yeah. I mean, I have five now, so. I, I want. I know. I want a Notre Dame Irish guy. I'm thinking. I want the Goblin King. Uh, I think I want Undertaker, like one of the evil Undertaker looks. Oh yeah, yeah. you just do his face, right? The whole right. No, no, no. Like the whole. I want. Okay. I want the whole silhouette and everything okay, okay. because I don't know if I want to do like the long jacket, like the evil sorcerer look. So like, what's going- I want it to work. It almost doesn't look like Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What happened? More like to, an evil sorcerer. What happened to Kane? He became a mayor. Yeah, is that uh, okay? I mean, I know he became mayor. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what, what's your question exactly I, like, about him? Okay, so I think I think you posted something about about like all these the wrestlers that went a different way, and someone said King fizzled out or some shit like that. I'm like, what? What happened to King? Oh, he got canceled because um, he supported the um, wrong side of a political issue that I'm not going to say. Okay, fair enough. But he supported the wrong side of a political issue, and so basically all the culture was like, the cancel culture came after him and canceled him out, even though he still got revoted in Tennessee. Well, it's Tennessee. <laughs> so, yeah. um, But I do want to mention uh, something sad I learned today, and it's bummed me out big time. Is that uh, no that? no fix are breaking up in twenty twenty three? Oh, up. are they breaking up or just retiring? The the they said they're breaking up and the, they were playing their last shows in twenty twenty three. So it's been forty years. So it had a good run. Man, I don't know, man. Forty years that ain't that long. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I think uh, I'm ready to talk about movies, dude. Yeah, let's talk about. Orphan First Kill. Orphan First Kill, directed by William Brent Bell. Uh, William Brent Bell, he's he's made movies before. Uh, he's directed the Stay Alive. He's made movies before. <laughs> Just, he's made some movies before. Who knows? He made uh, Stay Alive, uh, Separation, Brahms, The Boy 2. Uh, you know, horror films that people may or may have not may or may not have seen. Uh, written by David Coggs Hall, David Leslie Johnson, made co- David Leslie Johnson and Goldrick and Alex Mace. Um, this stars Isabel Furman as Esther. Where's lover boy? Also, Julia Stiles as Trisha Albright. You don't take steroids, do you? Because- and then uh, Ross Sutherland is Alan Albright. There were these two girls having drinks with a couple Australians. And uh, Hiro Kanagawa as Detective Donnan. Confirmation bias. And Matthew Finland plays Gunnar Albright. Samantha Wallace plays Dr. Seeger. And uh, there's a bunch of other people in this. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for our Orphan First Kill. Orphan First Kill. Esther's terrifying saga continues in the thrilling prequel to the original and shocking horror hit. Orphan, after orchestrating a brilliant escape from the Estonian psychiatric facility. Esther travels to America by impersonating the missing daughter of a wealthy family. Yet an unexpected twist arises that pits her against a mother who will protect her family from the murderous child at any cost. So, uh, Orphan, the the original came out 13 years ago. And I had to think about if I'd seen it, and I realized I had seen 
Orphan in theaters the last time I saw it. Oh, I've seen it several times. I love the original Orphan. I've shown it to people. So uh, they got Isabel Furman again to play Esther, and I guess they I think they did some digital de-aging on her, right? Throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. which was good. It looked good. Makeup. It was more makeup. Actually, here I got one for that. Okay. Um, okay. So wait a minute, is that it? No. Uh, oh, here it is. Here it goes. Oh, boom, there it is. According to director uh, William Brent Bell, they didn't use a lot of digital effects to do this. They actually instead used makeup, forced perspective, and a body double for certain shots. Yeah, it, so, so like The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Esther, uh, is, uh, Esther or Isabel Furman, they got her to look younger somehow from 13 years yeah. ago. And uh, I mean, because you look pretty young as it is, but, but uh, this movie... Is uh, it's pretty neat. It's got like twists and turns in it, dude. Pretty neat. Let's talk about this movie. Let's just dive into it. Don't even don't don't don't. I feel like you're hiding yourself a little bit. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, because at first I went to start watching this movie and I saw the beginning of it and I was like, ah oh, shit, man, they're gonna make this exactly like the original. Mm-hmm. And then as the, the, the description says, there's a twist. And because of that twist, that original uh, way they made this story go, this story became really, really fucking like all of a sudden I was really interested in this movie. Yeah, for the first, for the first like 40, 30 minutes to me, I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I'm like, I'm like, it's yeah. just the first movie again. And then they're going to bullshit it to the, so it's a prequel. No, there's a twist there. And you're like, fuck. You know, like, yeah, now, now I'm about this. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, uh, there's already rumors that they're working on a third one. Mm. Great. As no, I mean, I'm good with it. Okay. As long as the story is fresh, I get the idea starts as the same, but you can start with the same thing. Like you can have two guys in a convenience store selling people stuff. And as long as you put a twist on what that those two guys are doing, why they're selling stuff at a convenience store, like putting them in a fast food joint, and then they buy the convenience store and do you know? Or the one guy's selling garlic and butter chips, and they got selling garlic and cheddar chips. In that, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> the twist, man, it's just a twist. The cheddar, um, but, uh, but I was uh, at first, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, it's mm. kind of going to be the same. Da da da. No, it surprised uh, me but big to time. Be honest, I I love the surprises. Julia Stiles, man. Um, Where's she been, man? Where's she been? <laughs> I mean, dude, I guess she kind of. I was I I saw like a hundred different she, videos. Like, why doesn't Julia Stiles get hired anymore? Well, then I went and looked her next. She's she's she's, she's, and, do, she's doing lots of stuff. She's doing lots of television. You know. Yeah, uh, and that's easy to do. So I uh, like, but like when it comes to like leading lady and stuff in Hollywood, she's worth twenty million dollars. So she yeah, kind of you know kind of hang out. If you don't spend, <laughs> if you don't spend like a you know like crazy. I'm sure she like, wants to spend time with her people. family, man. Like like why wouldn't you? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So now this is the main one of the main facts I I learned about this. Mm-hmm. The reason this film exists is that this film is to cover up the plot hole from the first film. Yeah. Which how did exactly did Esther get from Estonia to American Orphanage without any by not being dropped off by anybody? No paperwork, nothing <laughs> existed. Like even with fake paperwork, there's no way they could have done it. Yeah. And so this was they they wanted to do a series of these movies. I don't know how many they're going to do, but they wanted to because Paramount Plus is trying to find properties that they own now that they're like, 
what can we do with this? Yeah. What can we can we work this? Can we make this do be something? Because I even watched a video today about like 1984, 1983, 1982, somewhere in there, uh, when like Grease 2 came out and like <laughs> Paramount Plus. It seems like every 20 years does this thing where they just like release all sequels like yeah, yeah. within a year. Yeah, yeah. And they did like so many sequels. Like Friday the 13th 3D came out that year. Like and, like all these sequels and stuff. And I think that's kind of where they're at right now is we're like, let's do some sequels on some of our properties, see if we can get anything from these. You know what's cool about about actually having uh, Orphan on Paramount Plus is that you don't have to pay five bucks to watch the other Orphan because it's on Paramount Plus. Like, you yeah. know, like, so a lot of times when we're, we're about to watch sequel, like, okay, we need to go back and rewatch the original so we're still fresh. So we don't have to watch some, you know, YouTube video on getting caught up. <laughs> With this one, you're like, oh, there's Orphan right there. I'm paying you money for it because it's right next to. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, literally, I'm going trying to do the news and stuff like that. I I saw uh, news segments where people were like, uh, they took off Avatar off of all platforms right now because mm-hmm. the second Avatar is going to be coming up. Uh, Brad Pitt movies were pretty much taken off of all <laughs> streaming platforms, including Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, dude, I love that movie so much. I, I literally had to go find that movie. And get it so I could because I wanted to watch it the other day. And so now I was you, doing the clip. So you own it now? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally have it in my living room. Uh, me and my wife watched it last night. Um, uh, that's what she fell asleep to. But um, I like this movie. I thought oh, it was really the, good. I thought um, the Esther character or Liana or whatever Lena. her name is this week. Um, <laughs> uh, Isabel Furman. I like Isabel Furman. Um, I think she's one of those actresses that the more she gets some work out there and stuff, she's going to get hired for a lot more stuff and uh, good to her. And uh, Julia Stiles, I thought was great. Uh, I think she may maybe needs to do some more horror movies or something like that. That that, that seems like be a good sort of uh, fit for her. Like in this, yeah, at this stage in her career to be like, you know, in horror films like this, like, Isabel Furman. Or horror films. I, I want to see her in like a suspense thriller. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, I guess the best example would be like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that would be good. You know, something like that, yeah. you know? You know, I think I think Julia Stiles is the perfect person for that. I I, I feel like she could fit that um, Jodie Foster area where Jodie Foster is now a little bit older and she's doing, you know, mm-hmm. more of the production company and stuff. I think Julia Stiles could fit that margin there that's needed in that in hollywood and uh, ross the other one didn't know exist brother kiefer son, son of the other one i didn't know he i didn't know he did shit but he apparently does shit no no yeah. i didn't either i guess he's been making movies for like 10 years i i saw like a bunch of clips of different stuff he did um there's a war movie he did which is considered one of the most realistic uh war movies of all time um it was in the top 10 of what veterans thought was more more realistic. Uh, give me a second. I'll I'll find the name of it. We can talk while I'm doing this. Hi Neil. Do you like violence? Because there's tons of this. If in... you don't want to talk, it's fine. There's tons of violence in this movie. Uh... <laughs> violence. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's, Gosh, it's. What was the name of that movie? But uh, yeah, I, I I man, I can't remember. Don't... I can't remember. I, it was. I saw a really good clip though. I, I can't remember what one it was, but it was a pretty recent movie he did where he was a officer but <laughs> all right dude um but uh yeah i like this movie it's 
It's uh, are you talking about hiding the road? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that's okay. it. There yes. Go. There you go. Look at that. We're gonna be we're gonna be pulling out information. Uh, no, but uh, Orphan from school, I liked it. It was it was not. I mean, it's not scary because it's just spooky. You know, there's a lot of times to pick the spooky little kid to do something, do something. But uh, you, you find out a little bit more. You know why she is the way she is in this. She's it's it's great. It's 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 spooky. It's uh. It's got all the stuff you yeah. want. It's also super violent, and the twist in this is unbelievable. <laughs> like, like you know, like you learn more, and that twist it keeps on twisting too. You know, like you you learn more and more about this. Yeah, dude. Like they they you it like it like as soon as the twist happens, they're like, oh go, we're gonna keep adding to that yeah. twist. That twist is not gonna go away anytime soon. Uh, let's just keep and going it, with this. It kind of blew my fucking mind, really. Like, like uh, when it happened, and so I remember going out loud. My wife's doing something like pottery, and I go, "What in the fuck?" Like I said that out loud, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "It's just the you know the movie." And, um, the movie's weird, man. The movie's weird. Yeah, it's so, touching me in places I don't want to be touched. You're gonna get squirmy. You're gonna get uh, kind of nervous. You're gonna get uh, mm-hmm. you're you might laugh if you're. Fucked up like Neilis, and um, and uh, yeah, Orphan First Kill. I liked it. It's a, it's. I think it's probably better than the first one. You know, if you know going in what the first one is, mm-hmm. and what the story is about, mm-hmm. then I have to agree with you on that. Um, but if you go into Orphan the original one and not know what it's about and not see this before you saw the original, that because I remember seeing Orphan in the movie theater. The yeah. original orphan. Yeah, I thirteen saw years it, ago, one hundred percent did, and I was, and I was, uh, I was blown away. I was like, "What the, what did I just see? What, what's going on here? What are you talking about?" Like, like it was the twist in that. Like when you first get it, it's awesome. But um, I love they stepped up their game. They got intelligent. They, they. I think, I think studios are finally getting it that. We need more intelligent movies. Well, the the problem with the first one I have, and this is just me, I I don't remember uh, Esther. I remember uh, Orphan came out, and then when you mentioned there's a sequel, I'm like, what? Like, like why? <laughs> because I a lot of people really like Orphan. That's fine. But to me, I was like, I don't remember anyone clamoring for a sequel or a prequel to Orphan first. Orphan, but you know what? I'm glad they did. Cause, cause this movie's killer. I'm, I'm sure they did it for like a like a low budget. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing this was not a high budget movie because yeah. there wasn't like a lot of special effects. There were some effects, yeah, but not like super. You know, like so. I'm guessing they did this for pretty cheap. Yeah, they had, and it seems like it, it seems like a pandemic movie. Like, like not not in the bad way, but you know, low, not a whole lot of people. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Just like your face. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> your face is like a pandemic movie. But yeah, go see uh, Orphan Did you First know Kill. Your face is the pandemic movie. Um. Yeah. It's you have a dictionary pandemic movie in my face right there. Pandemic movie. Is there a movie called Pandemic Movie? We should look up Pandemic Movie. No, we just shouldn't. I mean, there's movies about pandemics. No, I'm no, sure. we <laughs> Birdemic. Let's have a movie. But why don't you go ahead and read uh, read uh, quotes for this so we can give a score and it and get the new segment. I guess we can do that. All right. Oh, look at these tiny little notebooks Ooh, I got. Isn't cute. it pretty? It's very cute. I did it so I could write notes about this, and I'm also got other ones where I can write notes about wrestling. Oh. So I could probably start my own little 
branch of, uh, you know, and it has a nice little Edward Scissorhands <laughs> sticker on it. And the other one has a wrestling sticker on it, yeah. so I know which one's which. Yeah. Anyway. Um, who's Leanna, our most dangerous patient? She is the reason we're even open. Oh, honey, are you lost? Do your parents work here? Uh, I wonder. I did want to mention. I did want to mention. Oh, they're speaking English in this, like in an Estonian facility. I know. I know. I noticed <laughs> that too. Hey, man, they spoke English the whole time in pray. Did okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, she struggled against her restraints so much that she would bleed. Oh, Anna, it's usually only takes one. I miss her to every moment of every day. It all seems like a performance. How about I cut your balls off and feed them to you, you shit stain? Yeah. That was a good line. Esther did vanish from our little town, and that's a concern. I can be quick. Well, I can be quick, too. She has an accent and dresses like Lizzie Borden now. That was a blast. No wonder uptight billionaires give away all that money. That is beyond fucked up. Don't you say her fucking name, you ass. Uh, you say you can paint. What else, what else can you do? You're not her, and you never will be. He would repulse by you, as all men are. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Our argument is over. You're fucking dead. Just die, you freak. You've taken everything. Who are you? You're... Who are you? You are a monster. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay, uh, so which... Uh, my score in this, because that's generally how we do it. My score in this one's probably a 3.7, 3.8. I like this movie. Yeah, I'm going to give it 3.8, man. Um... I, I liked it. I was happy with it. It made me happy in my known nose. Um, you know, uh, it was just a movie that I dug so much. I was uh, just like, man, uh, I can't wait. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna watch it again. I, I wanna see. I want if they do another one, I'm gonna watch it, no matter what. Even if we don't do it for the podcast, yeah. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give it a go. And if they mess it up, they mess it up. You yeah, know? I, mean, I got tons um, of movies I want to see that we can't fit into the podcast. <laughs> like, like I know there's tons of movies I want to see, but like, you know, first, first, there's like ten movies right now we could have watched instead of the other, one, the next one. I know, but you I made know. me watch the it's other one. So. Uh, um, <laughs> no, uh, but uh, okay. Uh, now I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. What is the audience score for Orphan First mm -hmm. Kill? Oh, audience score. I'm going to have to say 79. It has to be 79. 76. You're close. Damn, I was close. I knew it was in the 70s. Okay, now the critic score for Orphan First Kill. Say that again? The critic score for Orphan First Kill. What was that about? Okay. Um, you know I'm going to cut I'm out. Gonna all it, the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to 68. 68%. 73%. What was it? 73. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Critics and sense. And they're... they're... There, yeah. Chris is, is leaning into its ludicrous premise. Orphan First Kill is a sequel that holds its own, and for fans of campy horror, many even represent an improvement 
on the original. So, yeah, I, I thought it was better than the first one. Uh, but again, the first one, I was like, it was fine. And then I was like, oh, they made a sequel. Cool, I guess. But a lot of people really like the first one, dude. Like, it Orphan, uh, people see Isabel Furman as, like, this, this like, uh, horror royalty after seeing Esther, or after seeing the first Esther or Orphan. So, I don't know. Right. <sighs> but that's that's um Orphan First Kill. Uh, it's uh, on Paramount Plus and Fuse if you're all about that. Um, but you ready to put up, you ready for news, Brad? Is there news? I, I hope there is. You you tell me you put together a news oh segment. My God, hopefully, hopefully I did. Oh my gosh, I hopefully I did the news segment. This is the movies don't suck in Southern news. I'm gonna tell Chris a bunch of stuff. He's gonna like it, or I will drive to Kansas City and kick his scrawny ass. I don't know if I'm, I mean I'm not that scrawny anymore. I used to be when I was when I was a a young man, but now I'm. I'm kind of, I'm you know, kind of, I was just trying to help you out, bro. You're I was right. Trying to give you some love. By I was the, trying to say you're skinny. My my ass does like his bony, so like Indian style hurts me after a minute. So, but, um, it's all settled in my gut, so I can look like I'm pregnant all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, what do you what do you got for me? First of all, we got to talk about that huge award show that just went on earlier this week. The VMAs? Is that what it was? The MTV Movie Awards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, movie awards. Oh, okay. That was a video music awards, but that they did. There is there was video music awards too, but the, oh. this is the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Guess who won Best Movie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't look at that shit. Okay, here here, here are the movies: uh-huh. Dune, okay, Scream, okay, Shane Z and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Adam Project, Spider Man No Way Home, The Batman, Spider Man No Way Home one. Great. You got it. One on the putt. Okay. Best show. Yellowstone. Euphoria. Ted Lasso. Squid Game. Loki. Inventing Anna. Did Euphoria win? Euphoria won. Yeah, I'm guessing that. Now. I'm, I'm, going, with, I'm going with what young people thought that I think they like. Yeah, no, wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, don't even interrupt. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get to this in just a second. Okay. And then we'll talk. Okay. All right. Best performance in a movie, Lady Gaga, House of Gucci, Rob, Robert Pattinson, The Batman, Sandra Bullock, The Lost City, Timothy Cam, um, Shemelet, uh Dune, or Tom Holland, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Tom Holland. Best performance in a show, Amanda uh, Cypher in The Dropout, Keller Riley, Yellowstone, Lily James, Pam and Tommy, Sydney Swinney, Euphoria, uh, Sandea Euphoria. Sydney Sweeney. No. This is no. Zendaya. There you go. Yeah. Do you see a pattern yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they only could get two people <laughs> <laughs> to show up. Hey, Tom Holland and Zendaya, if you show up, we'll give you every award. Nothing against them. I love Zendaya. I love Tom Holland. They both are really good actors of the, the some of the best actors of their generation. Easily. But uh best hero was Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. Best villain was Daniel Ratliff in um The Lost City. Best kiss was Poopies and the Snake in Jackass Forever. 
best performance was Ryan Reynolds and Free Guy. So obviously, Ryan Reynolds, Scarlett Johansson showed up. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm com- um, here's what confused me about the VMA or the movie awards is I saw yeah of all those movies they they showed for like best movies of the year, the only really good one was Spider Man. Like all the other ones wouldn't even make my top ten of the year, but Spider Man, like yeah, so. Like none of these, none of these. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, like Jennifer Lopez won best song of the year for "On My Way" from "Marry Me." Whatever. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I was just like, I, I was, I was reading these, and I was like, okay, who could you get to come to your award yeah. show? Because Tom Holland right, and they were in town. Cool stuff. DC, DC, the DC. EU or mm-hmm. the DC semantic university, whatever you want to call it, uh, may have found it's Kevin Foggy and Warner Brothers producer, producer, I'm sorry, producer. Dan Lynn. <laughs> yeah, producer. Yeah, it's the producer. <laughs> um, but producer Dan Lynn, um, who has done Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. the Lego movie, and Aladdin, right? Uh, uh, is according to that. Line the sense around is that Dan Lin has a pull position feel to him with him uh, publication comparing his potential appointment to the Marvel Studios. So literally, he's kind of the guy the Warner Brothers Discover CEO uh, is saying is their savior. So he's the guy who's now trying to organize all this effed up (laughs) DC movies and get them reorganized. So that's why there's so much cancelizations. He's trying to get a flowing creative world altogether. I'm, I'm, I feel like they'll come together when it can be Black Adam. You know, like, like I'm, I'm looking forward to Black Hopefully. Adam. Hopefully, yeah, it looks cool. I mean, but yeah, you, right. But, but you and I both know that that um, The Rock, he doesn't like being the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, he does. That's how he became the rock. But 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 okay, what what movie has he done where he's the villain? Uh oh, that's easy. Every single one. <laughs> no. Brandon Gleason has joined Juan King Phoenix, Lady Gaga for the new Joker Floyd Edi. Uh he doesn't say what his role is yet, but if you don't know who he is, he's uh, of course from Mr. Mercedes and Bergs, uh, Pennington too. Uh, good actor, good, good guy. Looks oh, like we're dude, just increasing everybody. Paddington too. It's one of the best movies ever made of, of all time. Yeah. At least that's what I've heard. Yeah. So um, I don't know exactly when everybody else will see this video or this, but September third is National Cinema Day. Uh, most tickets will sell for only three dollars. So if um, you're not on like a pass or a program like me and Chris here, are, uh, <laughs> all movies three dollars of all day long on National Cinema yeah. Day. Because um, every weekend's the a big, average big, ticket. When yeah. it's, every weekend's a big. Movie. I know. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, did you? Uh, did so, you have the hey, wait list for uh, for um, movie pass like we talked about? No, not yet. Okay, I, I'm on. I'm, on uh, I'm still on the other one. Okay, are you in the wait list? Because I'm on the wait list to see what like what they're gonna offer. You know, and it really depends on what they're offering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly what are you offering uh kevin smith uh is working on tusk 2 reveals justin long why though because yeah. it's such a great movie. <laughs> the first Tusk was, was such a great movie. It's okay movie. It's just, it's just that like, I guess Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, he can make whatever the fuck he wants now. I guess like so, he he's got all that money for his modcast and shit. He can start putting putting put money into movies that people will see because it's Kevin Smith. You know, man, Kevin Smith, what a god. Um. Mm. Harrison Ford's Star Wars blaster sold at auction this past week. They thought it was going to sell for three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Chris, how much did Harrison Ford's blaster go for? Six hundred fifty thousand. From the original, from the original Star Wars movie, they thought it was going to sell for three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Okay, so how about eight hundred thousand dollars? No, Chris. It sold for one million fifty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Nice, <laughs> nice. I mean, someone bought that fucking blaster for a million dollars. Again, I wanted to see this guy having that house in a glass case up next to his um other nerd shit. Like, like um, I want to see what else this guy has. You know. The guy owns it. Like Billy Bob Thornton in um in uh Big Bang Theory. <laughs> he was a creepy guy yeah. that locked them all in his basement. That was great. Um so uh spoiler for people who haven't seen She Hawk. Last week's episode, not this week's episode, they finally, for the first time ever, made reference that the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk exist. Because Abomination is now in the MCU. Played by Tim Roth. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which, that was the one with Edward Norton. And there's a line in the movie where Jessica Walters, or Jennifer Walters? Is it Jennifer Walters? I don't, know. I don't Walters. know. How did I mess that up? How did I mess that up, dude? I'm going to have to shoot It's 8.30, man. It's past 8. It's like 9 now. So, like. Yeah. But the reference is um, she asked if it's okay that she is protecting or, or being a lawyer for mm-hmm. the abomination. And he goes, yeah, I don't care. I was a completely different person then. <laughs> okay. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. 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 I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Francis Ford Coppola's Megalopolis has got its main star, and you know who it is. You love him. You know him. You want to make out with him. It is the now straight out of rehab Shia LaBeouf. Really? Okay. Yep. Um, he is joining the hundred million, the hundred million. million movie. Coppola's film has been ingested for a long time, having been conceived around the time of Apocalypse Now and having an original screenplay written around 2001. Um, But the attack in New York 11, but da-da-da. Coppola has got Shia LaBeouf, and he's also a project with Adam Driver, Forrest Whitaker, uh, Natalie Emanuel, Mm -hmm. John Voight, Lawrence Fishburne, Jason Schwartzman, 
uh, Grace Vanderhall, uh, Catherine Hunter, and James Reamer. So, uh, speaking of Francis Ford Coppola, by the way, I'm six episodes in the offer. Did I mention that already? Oh, dude, I just finished that last week. Oh, the offer is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, offer is amazing. If you like The Godfather or if you don't like The Godfather, it's a great story, guys. Take but, a look. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, $100 million movie that Francis Ricopo's made because the past couple of years, he's made like little small like, independent movies like Tetro and Twixt. So this is going to get probably a wide release. So I'm excited for this. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay. So um, a movie is coming out. Uh-huh. And it's based on GameStop. They're making a GameStop movie. Okay. Yes. And added to the cast today was a Black Bear Pitchers announced that today that Seth Rogen, Paul Dunno, Sebastian Stan, and Pete Davison have joined the cast of the movie called Dumb Money, the GameStop movie, directed by Greg... Oh, I'm going to mess this up. Uh, uh, Gillespie? Gillespie? Gillespie. Gillespie, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on the antisocial network and scripted by Rebecca Angelo and Lauren Shuck Blum. Uh, Dumb Money will tell the story of fortunes won and lost overnight and the David versus Goliath GameStop short squeeze that may have ended up changing Wall Street forever. The GameStop movie will offer a grippy portrayal of how a loosely affiliated group of private investors and internet trolls on a subreddit called Wall Street Bets, took down one of the biggest hedge funds on Wall Street, firing the first shot in a revolution that threatened to uphump the establishment. Did you need friends to get in I, on that? You know, got in on that thing? Yeah. I, had a, I got in on it. I, I made some money off yeah, of it. Yeah, we made a little bit too, but like, I had a friend who was like, she was like spending like, all her money thinking she was a millionaire. And she's she's not <laughs> she she because uh, she she listened to everybody and she kept holding yeah she kept holding she sold and <laughs> you should have sold man I sold like as soon as it got to the peak where I thought it was the peak I was only down by like a couple bucks of yeah. what the peak was yeah. but I I sold it and I was like nah man I'm good I'm, <laughs> I, I I'm not playing the game yeah I'm not I'm not here to fuck them up yeah I'm right. uh Shang Z yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi's Sumu Lao is going to play the villain in Jennifer Lopez's movie Atlas. Yeah. Stars as Atlas, a a woman fighting for humanity in a future where an AI soldier has determined the only way to end war is to end humanity. I think I've heard about that movie before. Isn't it called Matrix? (laughs) 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 Oh, you're so funny for being you i mean the pain hustlers movie uh netflix uh, david yates's netflix movie the pain hustlers added several actors uh jay dublas Catherine yeah. o'hara okay. and andy garcia i think Catherine o'hara is probably, probably getting tons of old off to her now you know like after schitt's creek mm-hmm. like we remember you from home alone but we definitely love you from schitt's creek so yeah i'd be setting into it jay J.D. Plass, Catherine O'Hara, and who's the other person? Andy Garcia? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's see it. Let's do it. Let's, uh, also joining Chris Evans, Emily Blunt. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. you know, I'm there. I'm, I'm, there, I'm there all day long, bro. 
Mm-hmm. A gr- it's a crime drama that wraps uh, perceptions of the American dream. The official lo- log line is Pain Hustler says the film follows an unemployed blue collar woman struggling to raise her daughter who takes a job at a uh, failing pharmaceutical startup only to get involved in a dangerous racketeering scheme. I mean, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> like the, the storyline on that one is like, cool, I'm, I'm going to sleep now. So like, it's like, it's like when you, Pull up a murder documentary on Netflix. You start out and you're like, it's not that interesting. You know what I mean? So, I know, right? I know, right? Uh, Taylor Page from Zola, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm-hmm. and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. you know, Looper, Inception, Poker Face, uh, have joined Eddie Murphy in a new movie and a cast. Is you know it, what that movie is? Is it? What is it? Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Axel Foley is the name of the new Netflix film being filmed. Um, so yeah, I'm down. So is it was he making the other person three after this? Is he he wasn't doing sequels? This is number four, I think. Yeah, so uh I don't know. I don't know. Coming well, in America the, coming three co- coming three America. Yeah. I, the thing is like he did the um he's doing sequels now because uh, it seems like every movie he's tried to do like since like two thousand, if it wasn't something that's based on a property, it just failed immediately. So like like uh Finch to Pluto Nash, that sort of thing. I'd like to see him do stand up again, personally. You know, I. Yeah, I, I, I'll see. I, I'll see any. I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I'll okay. try it. Right, you you know, um, you ever heard of man? I'm gonna say this dude's name wrong. Uh, Ari uh, Ari Easter. Ari, Ari Aster. Ari, yeah, I, yeah I, director of Hereditary. He directed directed Hereditary and Midsummer. <laughs> so disappointed uh, you're talking to me about this uh, what news you have on disappointment boulevard tell me i can't wait dude you know how I, fucking I, I, excited i, I, I am for this okay I, okay he is going to be producing a new movie uh-huh. a comedy uh uh-huh. through a24 of course it's gotta be and he found his lead actor who is it Nick Cage is going to be in the Ari Aster produced film? This guy. Yeah. Where, where's the poster? <laughs> there, there he is. Nicholas Cage that is continuing the cage sense is what they're calling, like the Renaissance, <laughs> yeah. but it's the cage uh-huh. Nicholas Cage has been back in action in a big way, of course. Um, they don't know any details about the movie, really, about the comedy too much, but Nicholas Cage has been added. So, I mean, what, more, what do you need? Yeah, I, I mean, that's three things right there that's going to – like, you know, I, I think I put a meme on our, our Facebook the other day of this where it's like A24's, you know, A24's working on a movie. Some bitch I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, then you put Nicolas Cage in there and Ari Aster, who, you know, is already one of the great directors of this yeah, generation. Yeah, after two movies, he's they're both uh, slam dunks. I can't wait for Disappointment Boulevard. I think it comes out sometime in March. I just want to see a fucking preview. Yeah. Just, give me, yeah. just give me a trailer. I'll... I'll I mean, I'll do almost anything for a show right now, but um, but yeah, because uh, I know that next uh, Arya Arya's film, the lead's Walking Phoenix, so 
I mean, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. All right. Paramount Plus and Showtime apps will merge into one streaming app. Just to let you all guys know it. Uh, this time, uh, Paramount Plus with Showtime for $7.99 a month for the standard. Uh, will be uh, There'll be an ad-free offer where it's $12.99 a month. Um, so at least you get to get rid of one of them. You know, yeah, I don't use Showtime, but I'm um, really nice to have, I guess, those shows that I'm always missing. You're like, you watching the show? I'm like, no. yeah, Showtime's good. Yeah, they I got watch shit. the Showtime. They got shit. They got stuff. Ryan Reynolds, remember he's making a movie about a board game. Do you remember what board game Ryan Reynolds is making a movie about? Sorry, no. <laughs> what board game is he making a movie about? Clue. Oh yeah, Clue. He's really cool. Yeah. Re- he's really cool. Yeah. The Lost City, he is now getting, the game is getting the Lost City writer of the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Burp it up, dude. You can do it. Uh, man, I've had nothing but, like, red beans and rice and chili of for, like, course, the last dude. three days, <laughs> yeah. dude, man. I, it's, I've been eating, oh, I mean, red beans so, and rice are literally waiting for me to eat. Oh, by the way, red beans and rice, my mom makes the best red beans and rice. We're going to do sausages, the, the, the New Orleans way, dude. She makes the best because you know, she's from Louisiana. And uh, every time she makes it, uh, I go down there. She makes it for me. I bring home like like I don't know like three cups of Tupperware's names a little bit. Eat that for the next four days. So I I'm like can't wait for things. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean the okay. So the writer, uh, the co-writer of Lost City, Orin Usel, will be taking the place of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Crow reboot cast Danny Houston and a part. Good. I like Danny Houston. He's, you know, a really good actor. Uh, I can't think of one movie he's been in right now. Um, <laughs> I think, what, Wonder Woman, The Professor, Angel Has Fallen. Like, he's a good bad but guy. You, but you, you want know? you what you want is a good Crow movie. You know, like. Yeah. Will it ever beat the first one, though? But Bill Skarsgård. Um, I mean. Yeah. If you're doing a crow movie, you're gonna have a scars guard as the crow. I'm down, bro. I gotta, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. I mean, it's not Edward Furlong. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're gonna do like goth girl, right? Like, like original crow is like always sort of dark and shit, like like techno goth type dude. Yeah. Okay. You got, you got to give me my emo, man. <laughs> you got to give me my emo. Um, Matt Scallman has stepped down from Star Trek 4, the movie. Oh. Because he doesn't like movies with 4s in it. Is he scared so instead, he, he's going to focus on Fantastic 4. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he went from Star Trek 4 to Fantastic 4. Well, Hey, man. What's, hey, good Star Trek 4. Hey. Yeah. And there's a bunch of rumors of people who, uh, that's going to be playing. I guess uh, it's not going to be um, Emily Blunt and her husband, John. Um, Krasinski. Yeah, Krasinski. It's not going to be them. Um, so, all right. Last but not least, here nice. we go. In 2023, we're going to get a new movie in one of the longest series of movies of all time. That's right, because we need it. You need it. Everybody needs it. Guess what, everybody? We all need to see that hockey mask one more time. Yes, in 2023, we're getting a new Friday the 13th. 
So is it a reboot oh, or yeah. like, is it a continuation of the of the ones? Oh, well, you're reading. You're trying to figure it out now. <laughs> um, it, that's all. It, okay. It's just <laughs> the producer. It just says the producer, um, uh, franchise creator. Uh, Sean S. Cunningham has fans thinking that there's a new uh, Friday the 13th, and it doesn't really say his exact statement, but, I mean, there's been 12, 12 okay. Jason movies, okay. so this would be 13th. Oh, oh Friday shit. The 13th, oh, shit. 13th. Okay, all right, let's do it. Oh, all right. part 13. Friday the part 13th. <laughs> right, there we go. We I think we're, I think there we're we good. Go. Let's get down with this last movie. Okay. That was Movies Don't Suck and Some Do Movies. Yes, news. I told Chris a bunch of stuff. He doesn't believe it. He'll look it up online and try to debunk me for the next three hours after we get done recording. All right, yeah. So uh, we're gonna t- we're done talking about Wilson. <laughs> Let's talk about The Invitation. Uh, the Invitation, uh, directed by Jessica M. Thompson. Jessica M. Thompson has done such things as uh, The Light of the Moon, the end, and she did. She was, I guess, second unit director on, on a one of of uh, the Handmaid's Tale. It was written by Blair Butler. This movie stars Natalie or Natalie Emmanuel. I trust you. Uh, also, uh, this time's Thomas Dodery as Walter. Don't scare you. Uh, this stars Stephanie Cornelison as Victoria. On my first date with Tyrell, I saw this stunning redhead. Also, uh, this also stars San Pertwee as Mr. Fields. I told you to let me do the talking. Also, Lena Bowden as Lucy. Hugh Skinner as Oliver. Virag Barney as Emmeline. Courtney Taylor as Grace. And uh, a bunch of, oh yeah, Carrie, Caroline Scroffers. Miss with a bunch of like English actors. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this? It's so It's so short. short. A young woman is courted and swept off her feet, only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot. That's like the worst explanation for this fucking movie. Well, the movie, that's okay because this movie but, fucking um, sucked. This movie's awful. Um, oh, dude, we're gonna we're gonna talk about okay. it. Let me see. Um, um, uh, Storyline. There we go. Let's see if I can find a better one. Yeah. After the death of her mother, having no other relatives, Evie takes a DNA test and discovers a long lost cousin she has never had. Invited by her newfound family to a lavish wedding in England courtside, Evie's at first seduced by the sexy aristocrat host. However, she soon thrusts into the nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets about her family history and the unsettling intentions behind their sinful generosity. That's ten times better as the good description. But guess what? Doesn't be matter. honest, probably deserved only the one line. Um this movie's fucking Do we talk about the do we do we talk about the thing? Because to be honest, it's in the trailer. Yeah, it's a vampire movie. It's a shitty vampire yeah, yeah, movie. The worst. Okay. 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 The only thing and I'm going to say this, and I, I don't care if you agree or not. The thing that saves this movie, and I don't mean it saves it to the point where by any means they should make sequels. Yeah. But the thing that saves the movie is Natalie Emanuel. 
She's great. She's See, her acting and Thomas Doherty acting, freaking, they had chemistry. I would watch a hundred different things with those two in it. Honestly, right? this movie would be better if they just fell in love and that was a movie. <laughs> like, that's what. Yeah. Like, if the last 30 minutes of this movie didn't exist, this would have been a lot better movie if they all would have just got married happy and that's the end of the movie. Great. I would have found a great love story. Everything would be great. So, guys, this is the thing about this movie. Uh, this movie was, one, PG-13. Yeah. So, anytime anything cool and gory <laughs> could happen, it just, you didn't see it. Or it was nude, or if it was seen, it was neutered because it was... It was just stupid. Yeah, everything was neutered in this film. Yeah. Everything was neutered. The first hour of this movie, nothing like, happens. This, this is no, no. Well, this is what I'm going to say. You know, a scary thing's coming. You know, there's this big scary thing that's supposed to happen. But it seems like it was an afterthought. Yeah, like it takes forever to get there, man. It's like it's like like give us something. Give us something. It's supposed to be scary because it's not. It's supposed to be uh, titillating because it's really not. Um, and I, I just, I don't fucking understand. Like, like it's so it's um it's thankfully it's only like an hour and forty five minutes. You're not stuck in it. But, but like I, I remember thinking like, I worked out and was like, I didn't like the movie at all. Like, because it was just kind of boring. It a lot. Of yeah. It. Like, um, I almost fell asleep at one point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, um, this is the thing. Uh, like I said, the horror or the evil of this movie just seems like it's thrown in in random places. And kind of a shitty thing, too. It's like, it's like we're making own rules for how Vampire movie works. I'm like, well, but why? Like, what, What's the deal here? They- There's no need. Like, who wrote this? Uh, Blair Butler. Blair Butler. Okay, so what Blair Butler write? Let's take a look at this. The whole All 10 right. yards, which is a crew. She wrote Polaroid. Hellfest, which we... We were seeing, and I didn't like Hellfest. We were we were fans of Hellfest. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a decent movie. Um, <laughs> the Halo Four Championship, I guess. Yeah, I'll show it some episodes. Attack of the, of the Show. Attack of the Show. She six episodes of that. Uh, Slasher School. Yeah, okay. All right. So let let's talk about. I'm gonna give the positives really quick okay. before we we rip it apart more. Okay. Positives. Sean Sean Bertwee, freaking. Amazing as a, a grimacing butler. Yeah, who knew? A, he's a I mean, who knew? I felt like he played that role before. Yeah, yeah, maybe, um, maybe he has. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stephanie uh, Cornelisi, I love her. She she's a good. What does she? She say? knows how to play a menacing. Is she like seven one or something like that? Like how tall is she? What? Is she I like no man? But she's a she's a, she was a supermodel that got into acting. Okay. Um. But uh, Thomas Doherty, uh, Natalie, and even Alana Bowden, who played uh, Lucy in this, mm-hmm. she was adorable. Yeah, she was adorable. She was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Falling around. Like, falling the around people the, in this. Yeah. Just falling around Stephanie the people, Yeah. The people in this movie acting together were good. Mm-hmm. And that is what's going to lead you to think that this movie might be a good movie. But it's not. No, it's not. Because as soon as it gets to the the vampire part, where we all learn about it's a vampire thing, even though they bruned it in the trailers, hell, the poster mm-hmm. even has something like yeah. it. Let me find it. The the poster. 
Yeah, there it is. Literally here, I'll even take the caption off so you can <laughs> see it at the bottom. I think it says, yeah, invited to the nightmare generation. And like, you, you can tell, yeah, yeah. you know, what it is. All right, look. I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, a big surprise, and but it wasn't. Oh. It was it was just way too slow. It got by the time it got to the thing it was, then it just became so cliche. And there's there's a part where it could be epic. There's parts in this movie that could have been epic. They could have add stuff to it that could have made it epic. But by time and again, no money shots on anything. <laughs> so like so like there's a part where someone gets their neck cut. Don't see it. Don't care. There's a part where somebody hangs themselves. Yeah, don't see it. Like, there's things in this movie that could have gave a good payoff and made it made it a little more creepy, a little more gorier. But this was not the vampire movie to bring back the vampire franchise. No, there are plenty of other better movie, vampire movies like like out there. And this one, Day Shift, last week. Yeah, last week. We yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, and it's just I don't I don't know what was made. It was, it was a, uh, it was dank. It was, it was boring, which is something I didn't expect it to be during the invitation. I mean, I should have seen it coming because they, they go to cut, they just do weird shit. And like, I don't know, man. I just, I didn't like this Dude, movie. The, the, the movie itself. All right. Beautiful mansion. Like, I even oh, yeah. actually have it. By, uh, if you're not watching, if you're listening, I literally have the mansion behind us right now. It's a great mansion. If you actually uh, look it up online, you can actually go visit it. It's a beautiful mansion on the inside. Great mansion. But on the inside, they borderlined it being too dark on the inside. No shit. Where you couldn't even make out shit. But that was the point, I think. Like, like in the, which but is no. a terrible point. I mean, in some, Terrible idea. In some, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And uh, they're trying to make it suspenseful, and it wasn't. There's nothing suspenseful. There's nothing that made me think, oh, I'm that person. You know, like, nothing about this movie. Like, at one point, I thought her friend was going to pull a get out. (laughs) You know? I thought that was going to happen because of the beginning of the movie. I'm sure I wrote down that, actually, as one of the the quotes. But, um... Man, I wanted this movie to be good. I love the actors all in this movie. This script sucked. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it was cliche. It was not. It's like, you know, they thought they were doing M. Night Shyamalan. Like, they thought, oh, there's a twist. And, and the and twist is shitty, work. man. Like, like, like yeah. and, and it's not even barely a twist because they give it away in every single review I've read out of, of it uh, mm-hmm. on the front cover. Like, and my, my wife can't, she's like, she's like Oh yeah, uh, did you know it was a how? Did you know it was a, a vampire movie? I go, yeah, she goes, yeah, me too. From the very first shot, like she knew it without even reading anything about yeah. it. So like, yeah. Uh, oh, here's a here's a vampire thing about it. Oh, this has the exact same runtime as Sony's previous vampire film, Morpheus. At least more so. That should tell you enough. What's better that though? Tell you enough. What's better out of these two? The Morpheus. Morpheus is better. Than this. <laughs> yeah. At least there's more going on. Yeah. Uh, but. The actors, the actors and actresses in this movie did not deserve this movie to be this shitty. No, they, they had that, a... That's literally the bottom line to this yeah. movie. It's like these actors and act, like Natalie Emmanuel is like 
five seconds from being Nicole Kidman, from mm-hmm. being like, you know, being an, a, a face actress, because she is good in everything she's done. She is good in everything done. She brings a quality. To, she just has that it factor. She has it. She's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope there's not many more missteps like this one. Yeah. Like for her and her career. And uh, Thomas uh, Dorch even. Man was beautiful. Like I was uh-huh. like, damn, that's a good looking dude. He's so he hot. came up on the screen and I was just like, damn. Do you want damn I want to get with that? That's what she thought. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I, I might be gay and I didn't know it this whole time. <laughs> uh but man, uh I don't know, man. I I I don't like this movie. Let's read some quotes. Let's get to the end of this one. Right. Um <clears throat> You must be terrible weak by now. Oh my God, what an asshat. When things are hard, you're stronger than what you think you are. He's wearing an ascot. What does he want with your broke ass? <laughs> what are the three rules? Uh, eat, pray, love. <laughs> the pain of losing someone never quits leaving you. Oh, this is the family. They're all very white. Yeah. How fortitude How fortunate your cousin plucked you out of thin air and brought you here. I can't shake the feeling everyone is staring at me. Knowledge or nudity? What will it be, Eve? One was enough for my parents and they would ask for a refund if they could. You will learn to love me, I promise. Did we just have our first fight? Finally, I was getting obscenity. Oh, I can't I can't even <laughs> read what I wrote there. Uh, there are so many mis- misconceptions about our kind. Being married to a monster was too much to bear. Don't fuck this up for all of us, dear. I'd rather die than be a part of this. We have to destroy the evidence and leave now. Are you ready for you? Always. Anyway. Okay, uh, so what's your score on this one? Oh, God, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, man. 2.2. 2.2. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. This movie sucked. I I could not watch this again if I wanted to. <laughs> um, there's no reason to watch this again. Like if I went if, to someone's house and they had it on, I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go back home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, no, yeah. I think I can go find something else. If to someone do. goes, someone goes to me, like, and it's like, hey man, have you seen this, the, this really good movie, The Invitation? I'm like, it was sure we're not talking about the same movie, right? We're talking about something else, mm-hmm. right? The twenty, the what was the other one? There's another one that came out like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, a much better movie. I know because <laughs> I know because I uh, literally did not find stuff on this movie <laughs> um, as much as I did that movie. Let me see if I can see. I think it's twenty fifteen, maybe eighteen sixteen twenty sixteen. No, it's Sydney back. No. 2016. That's the one I want. Mm-hmm. Give me the 2016 movie. 
2015. Yeah. And that was four and a half stars. And I don't even know who's in it. Who's in this one? I don't even know any of okay. them. <laughs> Not one person do I know in that movie. That's okay. But um, that movie would be better than this movie. Um, dude looks like Charles Manson in this movie. (laughs) Um, the other day I was, um, walking my dog Mm -hmm. and, um, he had to take a poop and he took a poop in his lawn and I had to get out my little baggie, clean up the poop Mm -hmm. and I cleaned up the poop. That is a more interesting movie (laughs) than this movie. (laughs) And that's, I, I don't mean a diss you know, the actors in it and stuff. I understand sometimes things just don't hit right. And that's what this was. This just didn't hit right. Yeah, it's it's not which very, sucks. It's not a good movie. You know? Yeah. Um but you know what? I think we can talk about Rotten Tomatoes now. Now I'm on RottenTomatoes.com. What is the audience score for the invitation? Forty two. Fifty six. Wow. Yeah, okay. All right. Now what is the uh what is the uh, critic score for the invitation. 22. You're really close. 20, 20%. <laughs> nice. I went 22 because I said 2.2. So. <laughs> Greeks and consensus. What, what, what's the consensus? Yes. I want to hear this. Despite a very likable lead and a refreshingly light touch, the invitation is only too, ultimately too predictable to thrill as either a romance or a horror story. They both suck. <laughs> both aspects of this. I, I honestly you both suck. I would have I would have liked this more if it was just a a romance movie. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like literally, I wanted this to be better in so many ways. I just wanted this to be better, but it's not, and it wasn't. Here we are. So, invitation. Uh, next week we're oh, watching. Here you are. So that was the invitation that you can see in theaters if you want to waste your time. Uh, me time next week, and what else? We'll figure it out. Right, me time is one of them. What is it? Next week What's me time. That said Kevin Hart. Is it Kevin Hart? It Kevin Hart. Yeah, me time and uh what's at the theater this uh, week? Something oh, oh uh we can do that that um that uh fucking Aubrey Plaza movie. Emily Oh Emily yeah. yeah. I saw a bunch of clips of 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 uh her in the last couple of days about this movie, so okay. I I can't wait to see it. Okay, so we'll she, do... she, she she sounds like she's had a really good time filming it. So Emily the Colonel and me time uh, next week, uh, unless something happens. Uh, if Neil can make it through the weekend, uh, we can. Uh, but uh, dude, I know I'm. I don't know when I'll be able to see it. I don't have to work Monday at least. That's okay, a good that's, thing. that's a good thing. I guess. Uh, well, I was I, like, do I got to work in radio? Do I got to do radio stuff Monday? And they're like, no, you don't. And I was like. Yay! <laughs> They're like, why? I go, because I'm going to be so hungover. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you can probably get me time in that day, you know? <laughs> um, But, uh... Yeah, I'll pull out... I'll, I'll get me time. I'll get them both. I'll... I'll I, I, what I've been doing lately is I do Tuesdays. Okay. Like, Tuesday during the day, I'll watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I have to watch, like, on Netflix or whatever streaming mm-hmm. platform, you know, Paramount Plus mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I'll go to work. It gets me a couple hours separated from the movie I just watched. Yeah. And then after I get done with work, I'll go to the movie theater mm. and see the other movie that okay. I need to go see. 
Okay. So instead of like taking up random times in my schedule, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw that post I put on my Facebook earlier this week, I think the d- day or two ago, mm-hmm. where it's literally uh, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's like trying to explain things. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, this, he's, you know that? Yeah. And it says me trying to explain my, my schedule to people that work normal jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, I was like, that's right, because Neil, Neil's, Neil uh, is always place um but yeah we'll do me time and with the criminal i'm happy keeps about me young. keeps me young yeah well, keeps me young which yeah. you know i'm gonna be old soon we're both old dudes okay <laughs> you 17 just... days chris i'm gonna be older how much 42 days 42 or 41 42 i'll know the answer to everything oh yeah good job <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah give us online was... i need to get some 42 shirts chris that's what i want for my birthday i want some a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy <laughs> 42 shirts uh, <laughs> when, you, said thir- you said it's 13 days away what how uh, is th- 13 days away you said yeah eight, nine, eight, 17 17 days away okay, cool. i was born september 18th 1980 at 421 a.m not 420 because you could lit up otherwise i know i was a minute <laughs> late i don't know i was born kind of in the elevator my mom says okay, okay, right. so like yeah. you know maybe i was i yeah. don't know all right, this is on net. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com, slash News on Soap Podcast. We're on Twitter, NTS Podcast. We're on Instagram, NTS Podcast. Also, go on bonfire.com, slash News on Sucks, and they do. Also, on all streaming platforms, you send an email, info at News on Sucks.net, or News on Sucks Podcast at gmail.com. We're also, wherever you find, you know, like on YouTube, Facebook, like, subscribe, all that shit. But yeah, we're everywhere. It's hard for you not to find us. Yes, and if you're a small business, hey, do us the favor. Send us an email. Send us a message. We want to advertise your business. We want to help you out for our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers. We want to make sure that you get out there. You get get the love that you need in your society because you know what? We want to make sure that you are having a good day Mm -hmm. and a good life. We do. Chris? Oh, yeah. I think that's about it. That's about it. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter what you do out there, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, if you ever get an invitation to England, stop, turn around, come back, because you don't want to be the worst movie of 2022. Have a good day.